morning, wherever you might be, evening, afternoon, at this point in my life, you never know where people live, so could just be morning, evening, or night. Sometimes I don't even know where I live. Dude, me neither. The funniest part about life, I feel like sometimes, is you end up in places where you just kind of hope that you are, but you're not sure if you are in reality. So, yeah, that's pretty deep. It's true. And sometimes when you don't know where you are, you forget who you are yeah. and what you're doing there. <laughs> just, just, you know, the truth. Anyway, for all of our new listeners, which is going to be everybody because this is brand new, <laughs> my name is Justin and my best boy, Mike, sitting next to me in the same room. It's unreal. This is our first podcast ever. You are now listening to Smack Podcasts and I hope that you guys enjoy. So I'm going to hand the mic over to Mike, even though he already has a mic. That was three mics for everybody paying attention. Um, I hope you guys enjoy. If you have feedback for us, please let us know. We always love to hear from you. But welcome, welcome. Mr. Mike, introduce yourself, my boy. Well, I also want to say you only need one mic. Um, paying oh, yeah. bondage to Nas oh. know, back in the day. Ooh, hit um, him with it. We're here to have fun, you guys. Uh, we don't really know what we're doing yet, uh, but we know we love people. That's right. That's and right. we love just chatting with new people, meeting new people. So we hope that this podcast can reach however many people it can. Yep. And just have fun. That's the purpose of this. That's right, man. And I think, too, like, you know, to kind of back up what Mike was saying is, like, we or two people who have spent the last, you know, 12 plus years in, in sales and built a, a bit of a career around it. And um, we are hoping to pivot. We're hoping to make that that change for ourselves, too, to be completely self-employed someday. Right. That's the that's the dream. Um, but this is the start of that. So I hope anybody who's listening feels either the same way or maybe they have aspirations to do the same thing. Um, and it's really necessary that it comes from the heart and it comes from a place of wanting to do what you love rather than what you have to do. I think that that's a really big difference between making that step in your career. And I think the reason why it's taken us so long to even get started on this is because we wanted a plan. Yeah. And as life goes sometimes, rolling without a plan is a good plan. 100%. So yep. this is going to seem all over the place, you guys, but it's coming from the heart. It's yep. coming from passion. Like Justin said, you know, we spent a lot of our years in life working in sales. Justin's an entrepreneur. He has his own business. I'm kind of all over the place. But one thing we, we love, and I'll reiterate, is meeting new people, talking with people. Yeah. And when we're not working goofing around with our families yeah. and playing video games. Yeah. You know, we're you're never too old to play video games. That's right. Um, you start real young and it kind of just goes. What was that what was that thing on that note you you sent me the other day where you were like uh said something about finding your purpose. I think it was Michael Jr. Michael Yeah, Michael Jr. dude. Like that. I think it was last night actually. I was sitting on the couch. Mike sent me something. I want him to touch on this a little bit. Where, like, I'm sitting on the couch, I'm watching this video, had no expectations of, like, me starting to tear up on the couch at freaking 10.30 last night, right before we hopped on Call of Duty and Pal World, which we'll talk about, um, which I'm sure the whole entire universe knows about at this point. 17 million, approximately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no big, I mean, like, no big deal, yeah. really, you know? I, got, I, don't, I don't think many people know about it just yet. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's our first day, we got 17 million listeners. Yeah, 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 yeah perfect. For sure. um, but talk about that for a couple minutes. What, uh, what did that... First and foremost, how did you find it? What did that do for your 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 being at the time you were watching it? And like, what what made you want to send that to me? So, a few things. Um, 
I've never seen it before until earlier that day. Yeah. Um, and the purpose behind it, well, actually, my wife sent it to me two days ago. Okay. So I watched it and it resonated because a big portion of it is we go through our lives every single day. You know, there's a routine. You wake up, go to work, do whatever, come back home. You know, there's a cycle. But the big portion of the message was know your why. And when you know your why, then you can really re- you can realize what you're doing and the purpose of it. Right. Um, whereas in the video, Michael Jr. asked this gentleman at a church to sing Amazing Grace. Sure. And he sang it. But then he also gave him another chance to do it. This is what got me, by the way. Yeah. Whereas like you're at, I forget what the, what the, the situation was, but he gave him a scenario and asked him to sing Amazing Grace again. Right. But now he had purpose behind it. Right. He had an idea of why am I singing this? Yeah. And you can tell as he started over and was singing, it was it was more impactful. Right. Because he knew why he was doing it then. Yeah. Um, and, you know, knowing your why just makes it easier to go through anything you're working on, life, really... Because we all want to know why we're here. You know, why are we here? What are we shooting for? And the video was was pretty impactful. I think, too, like, I don't know if you noticed this. You probably did, which is one of the things that got me crying. Was like, and you all figure this out. We're we're pretty big softies. So you'll you'll figure that out throughout the podcast, I'm sure. But what, what ended up getting me was how the crowd reacted before he showed him the why. To after. Like, the crowd was like, okay, cool, yeah, this guy's got a voice. He sung Amazing Grace. That was cool. It was cool. It was, it was what it was. And then the minute Michael told him to sing it with purpose, the entire crowd went crazy, which I think is, like, on that topic of, of making sure you understand, like, and, and, and I said this before about doing it with love is, like, and doing it with passion is the minute you put some type of, of, of weight behind what you're doing, Everybody feels it, mm-hmm. you know, and I think you and I are in that in that in that moment together a lot. We are, which is why I send it to you. Um, but to touch on what you said, I feel like all the people in the congregation really got almost like they woke up yeah. when he sang it the second time is because they felt it. Mm-hmm. You know, they put themselves in that situation. Yep. And when he started singing it again, I think they could all relate because yeah. there was there was power behind it. There was pain behind it. Um, I really wish I could remember the situation, but I can't. But um, whereas with you and I, we share a lot of life together. You know, we talk a lot about, we want to do a podcast, maybe start our own business, but there's never a, why do we want to do that? Right. You know, it's always, yeah, we, you know, everyone wants to be their own boss, this, this and that free time. But unless you really sit down and, and realize this is why I want to do this. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is a situation I'm in, and by doing this, yeah, it'll help me get here. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, and a lot of this, I feel like this podcast is also, and again, appreciate y'all hanging in there. And if you hear the dog in the background, that's our girl Nala. Um, she's going to be in, in a lot of these background <laughs> noises throughout the episodes. Uh, but I like this is going to hit people while they're at work, right, and, and or at home. Maybe they've got an off day or, or whatever it might be. Um, like for example, you know, Mike's. 
Mike's one of the greatest human beings on this planet, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and, and, and I know I'm not the only one who feels that way. Is, you know, he, he's got, he's constantly grinding for the fam. His wife's amazing. His kids are incredible. Everybody who surrounds him is incredible. And, like, that goes back to the whole, you know, why and passion piece. Is it's like, if you think about uh, the, the expectations you set for yourself, and then my cousin actually said this, which kind of parlays, is, Never judge yourself upon other success. And I think that, that that parlays very, very, very heavily into what we're talking about because it can bring you away from the why, right? Like you're sitting there going, oh, this guy's got X, Y, and Z, or this girl's got X, Y, and Z. They're, they're doing this, that, and the other. And it's like, nah, it's like they're doing what they're doing, but you have to do what you want to do and what you love to do with weight behind it, with passion, with why behind it, you know? And I feel like in every situation you're ever in, you do that. You do that well, and it's contagious, you know? Hence why we're here. And for all the listeners, by the way, I'm a musician, and the man sitting to my left, which you can't see yet, we're going to do a video with this, um, we've created a company to build and help focus people like myself who have pretty bad ADD um, on, on pushing themselves to be the best musician, artist, so on and so forth. So we, we're under smack management. That's really what it comes down to. Um, and it's S M A C, not your traditional S M A C K, like you're going to smack somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, we were sitting there one day and uh, we we're just like, yeah, man, what do we do? What do we do? And we're both in sales, obviously, as I mentioned in the beginning. And we came up with these, these acronyms uh, uh, against, you know, the title, smack. So, um, but yeah, just to, just to kind of wrap the, the beginning intro up, and they won't be this long moving forward, is. If you're listening to this and you're at work, or if you're listening to this, you're at your job, or at home, or you're just waking up. However, you may stumble across this. Exactly right. You just remember that, like, when you when you push for something that you love and that you want to accomplish, it it's never work. And when it becomes work, Dwayne the Rock Johnson said this is it's not I have to do this, it's I get to do this. And that focus is really like that 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 becomes the why, you know. Um, so anyway, um, I want to dive into a little bit more about your career as well, because you've come from from the bottom of, of, of a totem pole as a as a sales rep mm-hmm. um, at, at a car company, mm-hmm. and you've built a hell of a career, right? And I think this this also then parlays into your career. Um, so I would I want to know for you, like, why did you choose this path, and and by the way, this may not be for kids. There's probably going to be some shits and fucks thrown in here every once in a while, so I apologize about that. But it's coming from the heart and yeah, from passion. That's right. Um, so uh, tell me a little bit more about your career, where you started, why you are doing what you're doing. Um, is it a passion of love for you, or was it something just out of necessity? So it's a good question. <clears throat> when I think about trying to simplify um, without dragging on for a long time, I would say I got into the car industry when I was 24, and it was more so as out of a necessity. You know, I didn't just graduate college a few years before that. We moved to North Carolina, didn't know my why, right? Didn't know what I wanted to do. I just know I needed to provide for the people that depend on me. And I wound up getting into the avenue that I'm in now and never really looked back. You know, I didn't go to school four years of college 
to sell cars. Yeah. You know, it seems pretty silly at the time, but I needed to do it, right? And never really looked back. Yeah. It was, I was really good at it. Um, and it was not really the more so selling cars. It was interacting with people. Because when you think about the car industry, you think about there's a lot of shiesty people out there. Yep. There's a lot of people that are out there for just one thing only, and that's to make as much money as possible by selling you a car, yep. upselling you into something, into the products, which are very important. It's just got to make sense to you, right? Yeah. Um, but I was good at connecting with people. People trusted me. Um, because my why when I got in it was to change the way people viewed salesmen. So I worked my way up in it, um, wound up being really good at it. Yeah, um, for damn sure. I've seen it firsthand, by the way, peeps. And, you know, wound up working into management when I could have really made more money selling cars. But I wanted to train, coach, and develop people. Yeah. Because that's a passion of mine. Yeah. Right? I want to be able to bring the best out of you to help you be successful because you have goals. You want to have, so want to start a family buy a nice car, get a house, you know, get to a point where you can tell your wife she doesn't have to work. Right. Right. So I wound up doing that longer than what I originally anticipated. Um, which is okay. Which is okay. Yeah. Um, sometimes your initial plan doesn't really work out when you keep sticking with it and it winds up turning into something beautiful, right? That's right. So I wound up doing that for 10 years, um, working my way up to different management positions, Moving on uh, further in the company to the point where I was over the Charlotte market. It got to a point where the distance was a little far away. Did that for 17 months and decided to leave it. Yeah. Um, for another car company. Yeah. Um, but much closer to home. When you were going through that, and I want to I want to jump into that in the leaving piece. I think a lot of people can probably relate to that. Is you're in that transitionary period of, is this what I want to do? Mm -hmm. You're making that step into management. You're going from an IC, or for those that don't know what IC is, individual contributor, to a management role, where you're now going into leading people, right? Yep. When you took that step to separate from that dealership before to where you were going next, did you have a thought of like... Um, do I stop here? Do I pivot into a different, you know, career path? Like what was going through your head when you were doing that? So it's a good question. So I think where most people can relate is we're always thinking of, I could be doing more. Yeah. You know, even if what you're doing now, you're really good at it. Yeah. Um, I think we become so antsy as a culture to have our minds wonder as to what else is out there. Yep. Um, and honestly, I thought about leaving the company for years. Um, and especially the more we talked about starting our company, our business, podcasting, which has been going on for at least a year, right? Yes. And here we are now um, <laughs> with no with no real plan, but right. we just kind of leaped into it. And the, the thought about leaving, you and I had a lot of talks about it. Um, and one thing I've noticed is I'm really good with with coaching you up. Yep. Right, being there for you um, as a friend, as a brother, yep. to help you along your path. But one thing about me is I hate when the advice I give turns around and comes back at me. <laughs> it's almost like I'm not ready to hear it, yeah. you know, um, yeah. even though I believe it. Yeah. And it came down to it where 
I just left because if I'm going to leave it, I just have to, right? Um, and it's been working out good. Yeah. You know, there's some kinks in the road, but that's going to be wherever you go. Yeah. Um, but I think the biggest thing is you got to trust in yourself, yep. right? Trust that it's going to work out. And even if you don't have a plan, sometimes it's a really good plan. Yeah. And then you figure it out as you go, um, which is kind of where we are here. Yeah, love that. And I think, you know, another, just to kind of, dive a little deeper as I feel like this is going to resonate with a lot of people. And I think mentally we go through these, these programs that we've drilled into our brain of, we should be doing something. We have to be doing something to provide. Well, I think that's society. Yeah. You know, that kind of gets engraved in us as people. Yeah. We should be doing this from nine to five yeah. or nine to nine, depending on what, what kind of job you have, your job you have. Even if it's work straight through, no lunch, yeah. because that's what's expected of you. Right. Right. And sometimes you got to do that. But, you know, a change isn't always a bad thing. I agree. And I think, too, like when you were going through that moment of realization of like, you know, this is what I love. I, I love to lead. I love to, to coach. I love to to help people build their career. It, it's, it's also good to be able to realize for yourself, like if, if you're going through a transition of, you know, just making a jump into another role or maybe you are considering that leadership role is sometimes when you give advice, it's okay to take a step back and, and listen to your own advice. Like you might be thinking something, you might tell somebody something, but you're not listening to it. You're, you're giving the advice from that, that part, place in your heart where you're like, shit, I really need to, I really need to, to help them see their true their true being, their true calling of, mm -hmm. of, of what they're about to do. I think it all comes from experience. Right. So whenever you go through things, then you become more equipped to talk about it, you know? Yeah. And a lot of times it's, I have to force this person to listen to what I'm saying. Right. Because this is good advice. Right. And. But then you never, but not you in specific, but like you as a human, you're not listening to that internally saying okay yeah this is good advice for myself yeah. in this current moment yeah you know yeah i think sometimes you just got to get out of your own way yeah dude i have that you problem know? big time well i think it's it's a common problem you know our viewers and listeners you know the one person out there or the hundreds people yeah. that might come across this i think everyone can relate yeah you know whereas man i really don't do good with feedback yeah with criticism even yeah. if it's constructive yeah you know and that's one thing i'm working on for sure me too um i'll never be perfect at it yeah but i'm working towards it what's and that's like dude that is like literally the epicenter of of why <laughs> i feel like my the career that i've been through that you've been through like the biggest pieces of improvement that we could ever make is by heating taking a step aside from making it personal yeah when feedback is given. I have the hardest time separating that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's been the detriment to, to progression for me sometimes is like, you know, a CEO that I would work directly for would come to me with, with something, be that it might not be the best approach in the entire world, right? Nobody's ever gonna have like that structured, regimented, this is the feedback, both positive and negative, I'm gonna give you, here's how to improve. Like that's not gonna happen all the time. So you just have to be able to jump and separate, right? Mm -hmm. Like on that on that that 
jump is like for you you you've worked for some humongous organizations and made some big big change right so mm-hmm. it's like how did you keep that separate how did you separate the emotions from your progression like how did you step aside and say ah like he's not coming at it from a personal angle maybe he is but how do i separate that and make it more of like a i have to do this i've got to go and say i know it's kind of contradicting what i said earlier about you know having to do something versus wanting mm-hmm. but like you you sometimes in situations have to be able to separate emotion from from being tact being some sort of tactfulness uh, it's not even a word but i'm going to make it up right now but like having some sort of of tactic to separating feedback versus emotion how have you done that well i think well first off <laughs> tactfulness should be a word yeah it sounds like dude stamped i feel like i've used that before smack tactfulness dude i love that that's it dude listeners we're gonna hear it and we're gonna make sure it's okay thanks perfect yep. um so i think for me it wound up becoming i have to do this yep whereas earlier in the career was i get to do this yeah i get to train and develop people to be successful and they're thriving right now. Yeah. You know, I still talk to them. And as soon as it became, I have to do this is kind of where it changed for me. Right. Whereas a lot of feedback I was getting at the office and at work was kind of like, I was taking it in a sense where I never really used to. Right. Whereas like somebody would give me feedback and I would think, well, you're not as good as this in this than I am. So, you know, is that really going to work? Right. And whenever you have that mindset, it's kind of, you know, where it's time to move on. Yeah. Um, because you really shouldn't be thinking like that. Yeah. And that's really where it, it changed for me. Yeah. And that's, that's a battle I'm always going to struggle with, I think. Um, feedback is good, especially when it's coming from someone you trust. Yep. And someone you love. It still makes it hard to yeah, hear, though. It does. It's almost like coming to a stop sign at an intersection where it says, easy way on the left right's going to be bumpy and hard however the destination will be much much more beautiful sometimes the easy way is not the right way most times the easy way is not the right way it's true because there's no there's no way for 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 us as a as as a human to learn Mm -hmm. and to and to gather that i mean like dude you and i have had hard conversations right like yeah uh, you know it's been hard these last Two years, and it's not just me. Everybody out there can say, like, these last two years have been freaking difficult. Yeah. and Really, ever since COVID. Yeah, man. And it's like, but it's crazy because you look at it. This is a really good segue, actually. Mm-hmm. And and also tying it back to what you were saying is, like, COVID set us up for a lot of positive changes. Mm-hmm. Whether we want to look at it as a, like, yes, people, like, let's not forget. It was shit. People passed away. Very difficult. People lost their jobs, their homes, everything. Like it put us up in a very big bucket of failure. A very, very dark time. Right. But then there's the other side of it, not to make light of a dark situation, but sometimes you have to. I mean, going back to what we're saying is it set a lot of people up. We started our business, the Dapper Bean. Mm -hmm. The minute COVID hit, we had our trailer. We didn't know what the fuck we were going to do, dude. We were like... We're like, what do we do, right? We're taking all this advice from everybody. Don't do this. Don't do this. It's going to be a failed business. It's, it's going to be really hard. Nobody can, you know, you have to be completely contactless. Well, <laughs> lucky for us, we were a coffee truck and we were completely contactless. And we were out there where people didn't even have to get out of their cars, you know? And we were like, how can we spin this to make 
a step while we have the chance. And well, I think a big portion of that too is people were probably saying that out of fear of their own failure. Exactly. You know, exactly right. And that's exactly like the whole stop sign metaphor. Mm -hmm. You can go left and take the easy way out and say, nah, this isn't going to work. I'm out. Or you can go to the right or whichever way it is bumpy, tough, but the outcome is going to be extremely beautiful. And I feel like that's where we're both at yeah. in life right now. Yeah. You leaving a company you had been with for eight, how, how many years was it? 10 years. 10 years. Not only were you comfortable, but you were really fucking good at it. Yeah. You were really good at it. You were make, you were getting accolades. You were you were winning awards for helping the store get to a certain amount of sales. You you had coached people to the point of them moving into management mm-hmm. from from being an IC. Mm-hmm. And I think like that ties this back into saying like if you are the listener, if you're going through something right now where you're like, man, I just I need this whole thing to stop. I'm gonna just take the easy way right now, and leave it behind. Keep fucking going. Keep fighting through it. That's it. It's going to be more rewarding at the end. 100%. It's going to be difficult. Oh, very. We're not going to say you'll you'll find nothing but rainbows and butterflies. Yeah. Um, You might find some patches of easiness and restless, but it's going to be worth it. 100%. 100%. And I feel like, you know, look, at the end of the day, I've known you for going on three years now. Maybe It feels longer than that. Isn't it crazy? It's crazy, man. And I think like that's kind of the beautiful part about life is like like I have an actual brother in you, you know? Mm-hmm. And like sometimes when you least expect it, and this is exactly what Mike just said, is things might be freaking dark right now. Like shit could be dark, but there's always corners where the light is shining in. You just have to be able to go to that corner and sift through all of the pile of junk. Sometimes, I bet you guys know this, you got a pile of junk in your house. You're looking at it day in, day out. Oh, man, I really got to go through that. I got to sort through it. Once you go through it, you might find something that you haven't seen for years. You're like, holy shit. This has been in this pile. I can now add this to my collect. For me, it's a musical instrument. I had a freaking guitar sitting upstairs here in our pile for about a year and a half. And I needed a specific sound for a song. And I didn't have that guitar. And I was like thinking about going to buy it. But... You I know. feel like that way too. For me, it's usually a pile of laundry. Yeah, yeah. That's been sitting. Yeah. Like, wait, and you know, this. it could be something like, man, I've been looking for this specific pair of socks. Mm. Mm. I find it when I decide to go through it. That's it. You know, that's something extremely small scale. Yeah. Which I'm Always. sure a lot of people will just have laundry sitting around. Eventually, ah. they'll get through it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Would you say too? It was good for you to take a step back and take a break when when things got to a point of like needing to pause for a minute to like really have a hard look at like what's going on take a step back and and like we're talking about pushing through things right now we're talking about continuous we're talking about keep going like you hear that shit a lot but like Mm -hmm. it's also important to sit for a second where you are plant yourself would you say like that has helped you as well like going through your career where you're at today from where you started as a kid yeah. Well, what made it easier is have a really strong support foundation. Right. So if you have one of those, even your toughest times and moments can be easier than most. Right. Um, and the way I'm wired is sometimes when I take a step back, my mind starts to get busy. You know? Yep. Whereas 
the more I'm on the move, the less that happens. Right. Then I'm just kind of focused. Yeah. Tunnel vision. Um, but as of late, I've been taking a step back a lot and just kind of letting things come to me and reacting to them right as i go and i think too like to your point about strong you know foundation and community and people that are around you like sometimes you won't have that right right i'm sure a lot of people listening to this feel like they don't have right. that and that's kind of what i'm saying about sometimes you have to go to the corner and look mm -hmm. like i felt i felt similar before i before i met you me and rachel my wife by the way um we were not sure that we were gonna live here. Yeah. We didn't think this place was for us. Three years later, we have some incredibly, incredibly, incredibly balanced friendships, family. And by balanced, for me, that word means like heavy love, mm -hmm. keeping us balanced. Because yeah. we were swinging to the right in terms of like going somewhere. We didn't wanna stay here anymore. We were out. We also got to think you left California. Yeah. And you had a lot of people there too. Yeah. And before that, New Hampshire. Yep. Where you had a lot of people there. Yeah. Whereas you still have Hampshire. people there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Some are moving down here now, which is insane. I know. Shout out to Nick. Shout out, Nick. Um, but I think a big portion of that is you took a leap of faith. Yeah. You went to California. Yeah. Loved it. Yep. I mean, I love it. I've never been, but I see the pictures. Yeah, um, beautiful. And now here, you had faith in yourself as, we're going to figure this out. Yeah. And I think what a lot of people need to continue to focus on, I need you guys to hear me on this, is sometimes the best move is right in front of you. Yep. You just don't see it. Yeah. Slow down. Yep. Clear your mind. Just open your eyes. That goes back to that taking a pause. Yep. 1,000%. Yeah. You're, you could not be more right. A lot of people fall short there. But see, just don't tell me that because then I might not listen to you. Oh, no, dude. I think, like, I think you are you couldn't be more right. I mean, that's, you know, I got laid off in, in July. And one of the hardest moments I had to go through was being rejected. Over 100 times. Over 100 applications went out. You were right there with me. 100 applications or more. Can't even remember at this point. I got rejected by... 30%, 40% of them. That's a lot of rejection. It's true. Being in sales, you get rejected a lot. A lot. You get used to being told no. Yeah. And then you make it personal. You're like, yep. oh, why me? Why me? This, that. I mean, What I is wrong through. with me? Exactly. What is wrong with this resume? I've yeah. fixed it thousands of times. Dude, I probably have 18 versions of my resume within a short span of three weeks. Yeah. Justin resume one, Justin yeah. resume two, <laughs> Justin yeah. resume 19. Even went down to like final one, <laughs> two, three. I'm like, how many finals can there be? I don't like that word final because I failed all mine. Edited final copy three. <laughs> but like, you know, the reason I bring it up is because I know everybody goes through that stuff. And it's like, it's important to, again, remember what Mike just said is like, you know, take a second, man. Like, just chill for just a minute. It's your chance that sometimes like stuff happens where you just need to realize that it's happening because it's now time to evaluate whether or not that's the right lane for you to be in. It's true. I remember, I'll never forget this. Um, most of y'all know, and I don't like to call people out, but uh, it's a good thing, so it's okay. Um, Mike Shander, also known as Mike Stud, also known as Just Mike today, him and I worked together a long time ago. 
And it was when I was going through a phase of hip hop. Can you believe that? Yeah, I used to rap pretty bad. Don't look it up. It's really bad. Look it up on YouTube. It's pretty bad. Um, I remember sending him a track, and he sent to me, he sent back very honestly, hey, man, I don't think you're in your lane. You need to stay in your lane. And I didn't know what that meant. I took it to heart. I got super bent out of shape, and I went harder than ever. And it was a bad thing. I was doing it for the wrong reasons. It's because you wanted to prove somebody wrong. Exactly. Which but, is also not a bad thing. Right. That can be used as a really good weapon in, you know, for your career. However, sometimes, and this is the emotional part we're talking about, is you, you need to take a step back and, and ask yourself why they said that. And I did. And, uh, man, there were a lot of people doing the frat rap, college rap stuff. And in general... I wasn't passionate enough about it to realize at the time that like it just wasn't my seat. I was mm. sitting in somebody else's seat. There was a seat next to me that had my name on it, but I chose to look the other way because I thought that I was in the right lane. I thought that I was making the moves that would help me get to a a, a center of, of success. And that's a whole different podcast, which we can talk about that another time. Success. The word success is pretty big one. Yeah. Um, but I remember, and then I'll end it here with, with my rant, but like I remember sitting there one day thinking about what he said, and I said, he's right. Um, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a vocalist. I'm a musician through instrumentation, and that's where my love is. That's where my passion sits. And if, and if, and if people see that that's what I love and people can see that that's what I'm passionate about doing, it's contagious, not just for me, but in general. Yeah. And I think everybody can relate is like when you see somebody promoting a product that they've developed that they truly love, it's contagious. Mm -hmm. And I had to stop, collaborate, and listen. I'm probably going to get chopped for that one. But like that goes back to my question for you earlier was like, you know, when you were talking about um, your career and, and taking that step from shut one, up and no lies. Yeah, shut up and no lies. My boy, my boy. Um, Sometimes it is good, though, to take a step and just pause and realize that, like, maybe somebody said something to you a while ago where you were like, man, it stuck with me. It stuck with you for a reason because part of you subconsciously knows that they were right and that it's okay to dissect what they said in a, in a professional way about, you know, pushing yourself to that next step. Yeah. I and feel right. No, it's okay. Yeah, that was like 45 minutes. Sorry. It's fine, yeah. Might as well go ahead and just wrap it up here. <laughs> um, and, and I also want to call this out, too. It's like not every podcast is going to be, you know, words of, of career wisdom because that's not what we're going to be about. We want to make sure that everybody here is just like having a good time listening to certain things that you can relate to to say, yeah, it's a good perspective, right? We're not here telling you that, you know, this is how you got to do it because me and Mike went through it for 47 years and we've got, you know, it's not, it's not about that. It's just about the like, hey, you know, here are our experiences, right? Mm, here's what worked for us. Exactly. Here's what helped. Exactly. Here's um, what we do. And I think like having Mike here and, and being part of this podcast is going to be, you know, instrumental for, for growth for not only me, but like everybody listening because he's, he's had a hell of a life and we'll dive into, we'll dive into our, both of our lives at some point. Yeah. Uh, which I think a lot of feedback from anyone that might stumble across this yeah. is also going to help too, mm -hmm. you know, whereas we'll probably read comments or things from viewers that will resonate with us, yeah. you know, and that might turn into something that we talk about. Yeah, exactly. 
if they, yeah, like Mike said, if there's something that you want us to talk about too, like we're we're gonna have an episode where we talk about you know TV shows and stuff that we're watching and basically just a, a, a montage of our life and what we're doing and, and and you know I think I don't know what there is about it, but it's something about listening to people talk about certain things that you're just like man. I'm living that too right now, you know? Yeah. And um, it's going to be sporadic until we really figure out what we're doing, um, which I think a lot of people are going to be able to relate to. Whereas, yeah. you know what? I thought about doing a podcast. Yeah. You know, what do you guys use as far as microphones? Yep. You know, what does the setup look like? Yeah. Whereas the setup is we're in a music studio. Yep. You know, and it doesn't have to be a music studio. Yeah. It could be your bedroom. Exactly right. It could really be at your kitchen table. Yep. You know? Yep. You can do this on the cheap. Um, unfortunately, but fortunately for us, um, I've had some years to collect. So on that note, we'll go over some, some, some equipment. If you guys really want to know and you want to start your own, which I encourage it, um, running into a Claret, Focusrite Claret, 18i8. Um, the preamps on these are insane. Um, Mike is speaking into a TLM 103 by Neumann. I'm in a Shore Beta 58A. Um, actually, no, this is not the 58. This is the, this is the 87A. I'm so sorry. Um, uh, but I use this mic to, to perform, and then the mic that, um, that Mike is on is uh, my recording mic. So, um, And then I just have that running into Logic Pro, um, which is, you know, if you've got a MacBook, you've got GarageBand, which is perfect. Go out there, get yourself a $80 Yeti microphone that goes USB directly into your computer, and you can start tomorrow. And I'm wearing a hoodie, uh, sweatpants, and Crocs. And that is what I'm bringing to the table. <laughs> you know what's messed up, man? We went through. We're like, yeah, dude, we, we, we got to start this podcast, man. What are we going to do for microphones? Man, I got a recording studio upstairs, and I didn't even think of this. It's true. <laughs> it's true. And then we're all like, man, what are we going to talk about? Yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The first one or two or three or 16, yeah. we're going to be all over the place. Like I said, what's going to be helpful is hearing and reading what people want to talk about that's right you know and we'll come up with stuff and like i said at the very very beginning we're really big gamers yes you know, we'll talk about all different kinds of things you know we play a lot of call of duty we play a lot of power world recently yep um and everything in between which if you've never played power world you're messing up you need to get on there and do it yes it is awesome. really awesome um it's like pokemon but not Pokemon. Yep. Open world, um, which is what Pokemon eventually turned into. Um, but for console. Yeah. You know, you have your pals out in the wild. Yep. And you can battle them and have your pals capture them, which is very Pokemon-like. <laughs> what, 16-year-old created this? Yeah. Um, $17 billion, uh, million. Dollars. Yeah. But, no big deal. You know, we'll talk about just about really anything. Yeah, I love that. I think too, like, um, my, it was actually <laughs> not to dive back into Mike, but it was because of him I started playing more and more Call of Duty and now Power World. But it's cool because it brings me back to like being a kid again mm -hmm. and like doing stuff that I thoroughly enjoy, not only with just Mike, but like our friends, right? Shout out to my best boy, Just, uh, his wife, Meg. We've got his brother Chris, Nick. I mean, you're gonna hear all these names throughout the life. And then on Mike's side, you know, Joe Mar, also known as Julio. That's right, Julio Juanito. 
Um, and then Oscar, his cousin, and a couple of other folks that jump in with us. Like, we got a big crew. Brother-in-law. Shout out, Oscar. Uh, Oscar. Yee. Yeah. Uh, I call him a cousin just because at this point. Yeah. Kind of a cousin to me now, you know? Yeah. You're, um, you'll hear that a lot, too. Uh, I've, uh, I've adopted that. From, call sign. From Michael. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, um, I think this is probably a really good spot to stop. For yeah. our first one, yeah, um, we've dropped some some personal knowledge of from from what we know and from what a lot of people can relate to. The next one, um, we're going to try and get out here pretty quick um, and make sure that everybody has a chance to listen. Uh, um, subscribe, please; it helps us out a ton. Um, and you can find us at Smack Management, Smack Reviews, as also Smack Podcasts. Um, this particular one is Smack Podcasts, um, and it will be everywhere. As soon as possible um but my bro i appreciate the hell out of you man absolutely this was fun yeah man. and you guys we can't stress enough please comment please yeah. write something so we can hear feedback yep. uh, we want to become better we want to be able to help as many people as possible while still talking about whatever may come to mind yeah because that's really what makes this thing fun yeah i'll leave you with one quote and then i'm gonna have mike put a quote out there steve harvey not my favorite person, but I like the dude. He says some good stuff sometimes. <laughs> um, he said one time, and this parlays back to what, I was, what we were both talking about earlier. If you don't jump, you'll never know if you could fly. Let that sit. Let it simmer. This goes back to what you might be going through in life. If you don't jump, you'll never know if you could fly. Mm. One of my favorite things he ever said. Yeah. I mean, he's a... Example of that when you yeah. really see what he came from, yeah. from nothing, and what he's built for himself now. Steve Harvey itself is a brand. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'll leave you a quote from one of my favorite people of all time. It happens to be Kobe Bryant, mm. RIP Mamba. Uh, but his mentality, the Mamba mentality, I think is something that we can gravitate towards, not just in sports or whatever, but really in life. Yeah. Um, and what Mamba mentality means for those people that don't know, it's a constant quest to try to become better today than you were yesterday and better tomorrow than you were the day before. Love that. I love that. And that's a good, you know, no matter what you're doing, whether if you work in sales um, like we do or really whatever, at the end, of, at the end of every day, look at yourself in the mirror if it helps, and just ask, "Did I become better today?" Yeah, yeah, I love that. Freaking love that. Well, peeps, all you wonderful, beautiful folks out there, this has been a blast. We appreciate you listening. Absolutely. Thank you for tuning into the Smack Podcast. My name is Justin. Mike. It has been an incredible time. We hope that you enjoyed. Until the next time. Later, you guys. We love y'all.